0: Here we go. First delivery of the series on TalkSport 2. And it's James Anderson up to the crease now. And it's so <laughs> Leg stump and straightening current again. Short, wide, and slapped away through point. Terrific shot from John Campbell. Bank with short leg and A short leg in.
2: Edge! and slip!
0: Joe Root takes the catch. Straight in. Here's Stokes. Not a
2: big in-swinger. Up goes
3: Anderson in, that's a straight ball, swinging away, it's cheered back to him, Holder, incredible figures, 23 overs, 12 maidens, just the 32 runs and 4 wickets, a leg slip in place for
2: Stokes, it's caught for a slip, Ben Stokes down on one knee, punching the air, 264 for 8 and that is an absolute beauty of an end to the day.
0: tell you what, uh, for England it was a day of hard work which bore rich dividends. It was a, a really tough session in the morning, it was attritional, the wicket didn't do anything for the seamers, there was very little swing in the first session, and it looked like it would be hard work, and that's exactly what England did. They put their heads down, they tried to keep it simple, they stuck to what they, they backed themselves to do, and Darren Goff, Matt Pryor, that's exactly what happened, I mean it's just hard work, I would imagine they would be sitting up there putting their feet up very very satisfied.
2: Well there will be and it's all thanks to the new ball work of uh, Jimmy Anderson at the end of the day but West Indies will be pretty pleased at one point, I mean they were always just in front of England, or building building uh, innings, no one really went out and took the game away from England because Jimmy Anderson was so uh, tight uh, with his bowling figures, hardly went for a run, the spinners didn't bowl as well as they could but Ben Stokes, and Jimmy Anderson's experience sold today. They were magnificent. And then when the opportunity come, they struck. And struck gold, didn't they, on that final spell with a new ball in his hand. We talk about it. How many times can we say about Jimmy Anderson? You give him a new ball and he delivers time and time again. Let's get Matt Pryor to say it all over again.
3: Yeah, Well, I think we're looking up at the dressing rooms here and there'll be two very different feelings. I think the West Indies will be absolutely gutted, to be honest, to win the toss, fight as hard as they did to get to 125 for one and then to be 264 for eight at the close is is a very disappointing effort, I think. England, on the other hand, will be delighted. For them, they weren't at their best. I don't think they're at their best today, particularly this morning. There were too many loose deliveries, not enough deliveries in the right area. But they stuck to their task. They realised, right, okay, this wicket, it's not swinging as much as we thought. The wicket's not doing as much as we thought. We have to go a bit more attritional. And for most of the day, they were at around 2.5, 2.6 runs per over. So they kept control. They didn't let the West Indies get away. Just fighting for that moment, fighting for that second new ball and that little opportunity. One wicket, two wickets, three wickets. Suddenly, they've ended up with eight in the day, having lost the toss and been put in the field. Great day for England.
0: Let's have a walk towards uh, the England dressing room um, or both uh, changing rooms because uh, Jimmy Anderson is, is out and uh, on the, he's on the outfield. He's being interviewed at the moment and I'm sure that he won't want to uh, put any extra yards in that he doesn't <laughs> need to. He'll be heading towards the ice bath. But let's um, have a look at, at Jimmy Anderson. 40 at T, at T, 14 overs, 8 maidens, none for 14. So there go, 14 overs, none for 14 at T. And he's finished today with 4 for 33.
3: Yeah, exactly. I just think that show. We will talk about Jimmy getting four wickets, five wickets, seven wickets, and the skill and the swing and the ability that he has. But one of the things Jimmy Anderson does brilliantly is when the ball is not swinging, when it's not doing as much, when he's not feeling as good. I don't think he felt that. I don't think he had great rhythm this morning. He is still able to do a job. He doesn't just think, oh, well, it's not my day. I'm not going to do anything today. He bowls 14 overs for 14 runs and keeps it tight at one end, allowing England to attack at the other end. And that comes with experience, but through knowing yourself, knowing your game so well that you aren't just a one-trick pony. And if it's not swinging, you can't, you're can't. you out of the game. For you you were... Often,
0: yeah, let's put it this way, you were less satisfied bowling dot balls than Jimmy Anderson is. You you, you were less excited do about <laughs> dot balls, weren't you? You bowled for wickets, you wanted to bowl for wickets all the yeah. time. Whereas the great man who'll be talking to us in a minute, he he doesn't he, he doesn't mind bowling a few uh, Thousand of
2: maidens, does he? I think you'll speak to Jimmy when you when he was younger, when he first came on the scene. He wanted wickets every ball. He was trying to bowl that golden ball, wasn't he? And he and, and he had no real patience. He used to get frustrated with himself. But I mean, the last five six years, it's just been ridiculous to watch him ball The skill of, like I said, in swing, out swing, a very little change of action. And today you saw him. Like I said, he, he probably didn't get his lines as good as he wanted to with the first two ball. But the length, you can't hit him when you ball that length and make it hard for the batsman to think. Oh, if I drive at this one I might just nick off and I can't risk that against Jimmy Anderson because of the natural outswing he gets and when you don't pick his inswinger as well it makes it very hard for the batsman to score off him
0: Just before Jimmy comes over let's get the West Indian view um, because Barry Wilkinson um, great day behind the mic it was fantastic to to have you with us but there might just be a little bit of a sour taste in the mouth for you because there was so much good work that seemed to be undone for the Caribbean batsman?
4: Yeah, to tell the truth, I'm accustomed to this. Uh, I think before we started, I said that the main problem with the West Indies team is that their lack of collective batting. Uh, some good performances but then they don't put it together all one time and then we've seen that here happen again and again it's been happening for the last couple of seasons batsmen not going on when getting starts and that has just been the recurring theme so uh, my pessimism early on was because I've seen it happen too often um, I'm a little disappointed with the West Indies in the fact that they were not able for one or two people to go on for that half century to century and that's why I don't think they'll get 300 tomorrow we'll have to give full props to Jimmy Anderson because I thought he was a catalyst. Even though Stokes got those two wickets to get the breakthrough I thought the bowling of Jimmy Anderson was a catalyst the ground uh, mark, the ground stone for what we saw here today with England's dominance in the bowling. If Shimon Hepmer
0: bats till drinks tomorrow they might get
4: 350. Yeah but the problem is he only has Azari, Joseph and, and uh, Gabriel who can't bat at all. So that's the issue. Yes if he was batting at one end he, he, they could get 350, they could get four. But he doesn't have anyone to bat with him. That's going to be the, the sad story. Saying that, though, I mean, when we look at the
2: score now, it's 264 for eight, right? Winner the toss the bat. Yeah, you want to get 350. We all do. We've been critical critical of England not getting 350 in that first innings at time. They want to be better. But with the wickets around the world at this moment in time, you can get somewhere near 300, you've got runs on the
4: board. Yeah, it's true. And uh, I've made the point that they're playing four for seamers. So... We have to see how the wicket plays tomorrow. That's going to be an important factor. I thought the bounce today was pretty true. Will that bounce continue tomorrow or will a deterioration start? So England still do have to bat quite sensibly. Um, It's not like the West Indies made 150, you're correct. But I still feel they didn't seize the advantage and didn't take the initiative. 125 for one, they didn't expect to be 260-odd for eight.
0: Steve Harmison's uh, joined us down from the comedy box. If they say if you don't have patience, then uh, you're definitely not suited for for Test cricket. And it wasn't just Jimmy, was it? Let's. I mean, obviously Jimmy's the man at the moment. Four for 33. Uh, he gets 600 tickets to Test wickets, won't he? But the patience shown by not just him but by all the England bowlers uh, when as. Uh, Barry is saying the West Indies seemed to be well placed.
5: Yeah, they were well placed. I thought England battled hard. Jimmy was you right, Jimmy was the catalyst, Jimmy was the one that stood out. Ben Stokes give them that push and breakthrough. He got the crowd going. The West Indies were going well. And then all of a sudden Ben Stokes had a go at yeah, you know, he had to go into the wind and he bowled really well. Yeah, you know, a bit aggressive. But then when he came on at the media center end, got the crowd going, and then all of a sudden he got the breakthrough. And then it seemed to go back in the West Indies favor again, and then again at the end of the day. Now, that that spirit that Ben Stokes got, the heart he's got, the big heart like a lion, and he run through anything for you know, his teammates. And he proved that, and he proved that in that last session. Because when chips are down, that's when you look for your characters. Ben Stokes is a character. Ben Stokes is a massive character. Man on my left, Darren Goff, massive character. Nasser will tell you, others will tell you. At the end of the day, I'll play Andrew Flintoff. At the end of the day, when you want somebody to do something, chuck them a ball, they'll do something special for you. Stokes started that. Anderson, yeah, Anderson was brilliant. Stokes started Anderson was brilliant. The thing that I liked about Anderson, and it shows his single-mindedness and his ability and his skill factor and his experiences. Things weren't going very well at one end, and Jimmy just kept doing his job at the other end.
0: Guess who's right behind you? <laughs> Jimmy, what a fantastic day! At T, you had none for fourteen from fourteen overs. Finished the day with four for thirty-three, turned the day on its head.
6: Yeah, I'll take that. Actually, after t- you know, I <laughs> thought it was going to be a long day. It was, um, it's a really slow deck. So for me, at my pace um, and my age, it, I knew it was going to be a long day. You just got to hang in, um, and I guess I knew the new, second new ball would be key for us because. Um, we, did, we stuck at it well all day. We, we managed to chip away and get a few wickets, but that second new ball has just put us right back in the game. Jimmy, what is the pitch
2: like? I mean, it seemed as though, if anything, it went. To, you had the odd ball that bounced, but you bowled such a good length and you made it hard for the opposition to score off you. But once you get that new ball in, the Dukes ball as well, you cashed in there big time at the end. It was a brilliant day, bowling performance for you, but at the end, you really cashed it.
6: Yeah, well, like I said, that last 10 overs was key for us and we knew if it... Um, we could get the same sort of bounce and a bit of swing as well, which we did, uh, that we're in the game. We could create chances. And um, as I said, I thought the whole, you know, it was a, a tough day at times. Um, it was a, f- a flat deck. I think today's probably going to be the best day to bat on it. Um, hopefully the heavy roll will flatten it out for us when we bat tomorrow. But, um, yeah, it was a tough day. But we stuck at it brilliantly and, and we got the rewards in the end. Jimmy, you mentioned the, the, the second new ball and the new ball. How did you, how did you take that them um, Duke ball? In
5: England, and they juke ball over here. What sort of difference is it when it comes to you know when you first start and
6: then coming back later on? Um, it's the the, the difference probably is um, you get swing the whole 80 overs. That's why we bowled up, the seamers bowled up to 70 overs in, in our innings. Normally, you might you know come off and have a 15 over, 20 over rest before that second new ball. You've mm-hmm. al- you've always got encouragement. It stays hard as well doesn't go out of shape where the Duke in England can, can go soft and out of shape and stop swinging. So you're always encouraged that, even as, though it's a flat deck um, getting some lateral movement through the air as you know is, is crucial and it just keeps you interested.
0: 1,002 wickets for you and uh, Stuart now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It means you're old. a question?
0: Is that a question? I just want your reaction. It's 1,002 wickets between two England bowlers.
6: Yes, yeah, a lot, in it? Um, it just, yeah, probably doesn't make us feel old. Actually, we got introduced to some dignitaries at, at the start of the day and he went, actually, you're pretty young for an old guy, so I was, I'd take that. Um, but yeah, we've, play, we've really enjoyed playing together. Shame he didn't get the, the nod today. Um, could have done some damage maybe on that pitch. That's the, the way it goes, tough calls for the captain when we've got such a strong squad. Um, but yeah, hopefully he'll get a chance this, this series and we'll bowl together at some stage. And final question, just to look forward
0: to, ahead uh, to tomorrow.
6: Yeah, well, we've still got a job to do, two wickets to get. Um, and it's not going to be that, that easy to knock, just knock them over tomorrow. So we've got to refocus in the morning, get those two wickets as quick as we can. And then it's about batting long, get, hoping that heavy roller makes, a, uh, makes the pitch flat and we can, we can make hay. Thanks, Jimmy. Great day. Cheers. Thank you.
2: Excellent, Jimmy. Brilliant performance. Eh? He knows what he's doing.
5: <laughs> Planning for your next trip?
1: to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan.
0: <laughs> Absolutely brilliant performance. Um, yeah, well, uh, Barry, you said that uh, there's not much batting to come at the other end. There's uh, still Shimron and Heckmeyer to come. What was your feeling about the value of conditions in the pitch? I mean, is it, is it a 300
4: wicket or is it worth more than that? Well, the last five test matches here, the average first inning score is 290. So I think it's on par. Uh, like I said, um, when Harold Eastman presented that stat to me, I, I was like, wow, only 290 runs, and, and look what has happened. So perhaps it's not that bad. They, they seem headed for a 290 score, or, or just under, perhaps if anything, if just a little over. And the West Indies, they have uh, done quite well in the last five tests here. They only lost once, and that was against uh, Sri Lanka last year. But. They've defeated England in 2015 with a small score, uh, they defeated uh, Pakistan here who had 190 runs to chase and got bullet for 100 in 2016, so they haven't done too bad making small scores first. But having said that, look at that England batting. They, they, they're all down to, to number 10, so it's going to be a, a big, 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 big ask for them tomorrow when they have to bowl to England. Yeah, but boys, army and uh, Mark.
2: Let's just check about the, the West Indies side, actually, because like I said, we saw, we saw a bit of them today. I mean, Brathwaite, uh, an excellent forty at the top. John Campbell on debut, forty-four. Shai Hope, uh, fifty-seven. Got in again, played some beautiful shots. Rice and Chase, um, fifty-four. Hit he- uh, the pick at a batsman for me, absolutely unbelievable, fifty-six, uh, not out. So they've got batsmen. We've had a good look at them. They can play these guys, but it's just going on, isn't it? And, and making sure when you get yourself in a position like they did at times, He's cashing in.
3: Yeah, the one one for me was Shimron Hetmeier. The way he played, when he came out, you could tell he's got a bit of a strut, hasn't he? He's got confidence. He's got confidence in his ability and his game. And when the ball goes into his area, he doesn't hold back. And I absolutely love that about the way he played. He took the attack back to England. Um, and and put them under pressure. I tell you what, he put them under a lot of pressure. Current in particular, he went after um, in a, in a big way, and, and he can play. He's he's not a guy that just comes out crash bang wallop and um, let's see what happens. He's a far better player than that. He's got sound defence, but when he attacks, my goodness, it's uh, it's effective. And what about you, Army? Show
2: up. Did you did you like the look of him when he was at the crease? Yeah, his balance was excellent. I
3: thought he hit the ball
5: well down the ground. He punished bad balls. I thought that's what I liked about Hope. We talked about why. Uh, He's been very good in one-day cricket after the back-to-back, or the 100 and both innings at Henley, not had much of a test score. So you can see he's been playing one-day cricket well. He hit the ball well down the ground. He hit the balls well square of the wicket when the ball was there to be punished. I'm intrigued to see, you know, I mentioned Barry talking about the, the bowlers and what this wicket is. If you look at what Jimmy Anderson's just done, Jimmy Anderson has bowled brilliantly, but that's through experience and skill factor. He's made it the other end. Was blood and gusto and that was stokes he ran up and he hit the deck hard and he caused some uh, a little bit little bit of indifferent bounce the ball to move off the seam and the ball just to, to bounce the west indies have picked four fast bowlers three of them will hit the deck like what ben stokes has so if england think right well, well england fans think you know we've got the west indies where we want them 300 might be a half decent score on here with the four first bowlers that the West Indies have got that are going to hit the deck hard rather than pitch up and kiss and try to swing it
3: That's one of the things that really stood out for me in that Jimmy Anderson interview was was at the end he said hold on we've still got a job to do we've still got to get these two wickets tomorrow Okay, hopefully they go bang bang and and we get on with the batting but then he goes on to say let's hope the roller gets hold of this pitch and turns into a real flat one. I don't think these England players think this is as flat as it looks or a, a sure thing to just close to 350 400. The West Indies batsmen had to toil today. They had to work hard and England have to be slightly careful. If they think they're going to come out and just throw, play big shots and get get to 350, 400 and have a first innings lead, I think they've got another thing coming. There's a lot of hard work left in this test match.
2: Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. And like I said, at times balling against the wind uh, from the Joel Garner end, which is the opposite end to obviously where we commentate from, I thought there was more. I don't mean even bounce both ways. If anything, there's a bit more bounce. Ben Stokes found that he got a little bit of an uneven bounce going up rather than low now as the game goes on like i said if you get an heavy roll run it turns into a flat for a day and a half england can cash in but if not it'll be interesting to see how therefore man attack go and Jason Older is going to have to play the Jimmy Anderson role. He's one. If you look at his last season, he averaged 12 in Test cricket, Jason Holder, So he knows exactly what he's doing. And he'll have to play that Jimmy Anderson role for the West Indies. So I'll tell you what, tomorrow, we're in for an exciting day. England have got to finish the West Indies off. I may have remembered he's still at the crease. This guy can knock another 20 or 30 easily. We've seen it. This guy can play. And then I'm looking forward to watching the West Indies bowl at this England team. So, homie. I don't know who an equivalent would have
0: been when uh, you were still at your peak, but uh, if, if you were up against a 22-year-old like Shimron Hetmeyer, who's a bit of a showman and uh, was batting without any headgear at all, bareheaded at one stage, and then was batting in a floppy sun hat and playing outrageous shots, clearly looking uh, like he fancied himself a bit, would he get under your skin? Would you be tempted just to bounce <laughs> Yeah,
5: he would get under my skin. You'd say, where would I, where would I bowl at him? see that burgundy thing he's got that's keeping his protection of his teeth in nice good order. That's the only place I would bow. Tell you what, man, as I've played with a great player, right? Australian great, David Boone. And he once told me, playing against a couple of players who liked big drives, and he came up to me and he said, Army, if you bowl one ball in his half, you won't bowl for the rest of the day. <laughs> I think I'll be giving Ben Stokes that exact, exact thing tomorrow morning. Run up from this end with a win and try and bowl if he's going to score he's got to hit cross bat shots in the air sort of down towards fine leg or deep third uh, um, deep square leg I wouldn't give him anything to hit anything in his area try and tuck him up as much as he possibly can and if he if he if he wants to farm the strike let's see how brave he is that's what I'll be saying to Ben Stokes tomorrow morning Let's go then just big picture a couple of minutes left let's talk about the the, the whole
0: uh, approach and attitude of, of England. How were they in the field? How sharp were they? Uh, the, how polished was the all-round performance? Obviously, Jimmy has just been amazing, but but were you happy, satisfied with the level, of the intensity, and how the
3: preparation has, has left them for this series? Yeah, I think this morning they, they didn't get off to the greatest start. Um, and you could almost tell halfway through the morning session, almost towards lunch, they were far more vocal, far more verbal. You could see the boys buzzing around in the field, throwing the ball into the keeper. Ben Folks very loud behind the stumps, trying to build the intensity. And I think they realized it was going to be far more attritional than they, they probably first uh, imagined or expected. Um, but then what you have to do is go about your work and go about and go, right, this is going to be toil. This is going to be hard work for the day. We're not just going to rattle through these guys. And I thought, that they, as we've just mentioned, they stuck to it brilliantly, but they stuck to it brilliantly in the field as well. Um, they changed, they adapted, but it's not even half a job yet. You know, it's not even half a job. We have to get those two wickets quickly tomorrow morning, and then it's about the batting. And, it, and, it, and all eyes will be on England's top three. And a word about Joe Root and his captaincy.
0: The last two catches that came his way at first slip, uh, bo- both fell between his feet um, a couple of months ago in Colombo. He's grabbed onto three
2: today, but were you happy with his captaincy? Yeah, I thought it he, um, he capped him well. I think the only criticism of Joe, I think he's come on leaps and bounds over the last uh, series, few series England have played, India, and then obviously in, in Sri Lanka. The only criticism against the Spinner, I don't know whether it's Joe Rue or it's actually the two, the Spinner's themselves. Soon as they get hit for a boundary over the top, they almost want a fielder there, don't they? And Joe lets them have it. So he's trying to keep them happy. And that's frustrating. When you watch watching and you think, the pressure builds by letting him do it again.
3: Let him do it again. It's very much, I, I believe it's, not Joe. I believe it's a spe- I think Joe actually wants the field up. I think he wants to build pressure. But the spinners I don't believe have the confidence to bowl with those fields yet. I think they want particularly a deal when he first comes into um, into his spell. He wants those sweepers out. He wants that cover because nothing worse I imagine as a bowler. You've bowl 3 overs and you're gone for 15 or whatever it may be and you're sort of thinking, hey, "Hang on a minute, I want to just get into my spell here." But yeah, it is frustrating and I think Joe would if he had his way, which he could do, he could just say, actually, lads, this is a field. I'm the captain and we're having this. But I think that, that might not be that effective with, with fairly young spinners who, as I say, need to build their confidence and get into their spell.
0: Another word from Barry Wilkinson. Um, there, was, there was a reason I said you were disappointed, I know, and you said you, you're used to batsmen making 40s and 50s. But there was reason for optimism, wasn't there? I mean, there were some really good signs, good good moments.
4: Yeah, I mean, to be quite honest, we, we've seen these moments. Uh, we, we've seen good starts. We've seen encouraging performances. We haven't seen finishes. And that's what I'm just a little bit concerned about. I'm, I, I'm not saying everything went all wrong and the West Indies got up for 50. But I'm saying to you that I'm, I'm seeing the same thing happening. I, I'm, I've, I've seen this happen for the last two three years. West Indies players get 50, get 40, get 30. Just not going on, just not getting the partnership. So they're still at a period where they need to go to another level. They're still very much in the first gear. They need to get to the second gear. They need to, to give something big and make something really happen and not leave it all for the bowlers to do, which they, they have done in the last uh, year or two when they've won test matches. Uh, besides that headley test when they won batting, they've won with their, with their bowlers uh, limiting the, the, the uh, team to a, a total. But I want to see them get to 500 runs and they can do it, but they just haven't been able to get past that mark. And that's what's disappointing.
0: Final word, just quickly on the pitch, there were some indentations, quite a lot of indentations. It was a bit damp in the first couple of sessions. That suggests it might get up and down and batting could become quite tricky on days three and four.
4: I take a big clue from what, like like Matt said, I take a big clue from what Jimmy Anderson said. He bowled on it, he watched it. I think England are just a little bit concerned uh, with the pitch. I don't think that they're as happy with the pitch as we think. And him saying that he hopes that the, that the roller tomorrow evens it out tells you that he doesn't think it's even now. So England themselves, in the back of their minds, will be saying to, saying to, the, to the team tonight, guys, let's hope that pitch evens out and we can bat just as good as the West Indies might have been able to put on 300 runs. Smartoni, well, he's telling us it's not flat.
2: He's telling us there's a bit in there for the bowler. Jimmy Anderson, one of the greatest bowlers ever. England's greatest bowlers of all time. He's telling us there's a bit in there. There's a bit in the pitch. And tomorrow, he'll have to see how it plays. We'll have to see how West Indies ball in it. It's not all over yet. West Indies, 264 runs are on the board. Now, England have got to play well. We've seen them. They've not played well with the bat for a long, long time. The inconsistency's there. And with the new ball in hand, it'll be interesting to watch the West Indies ball.
0: Well, it's uh, been England's day. No doubt about that. The final session turned everything on its head. And... Uh the uh, West Indies are finished today on 264 for eight. So that's it, guys. Thank you very much indeed. Wonderful uh, to have your company throughout the day from us all here at the Kensington Oval. It's good night. See you again tomorrow.